0: This is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own RB. Well hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Beaver Tales. This is a special Canada Day episode. Since many of you are already aware of what Canada Day is, but for those of you, let me just tell you, Canada Day is the first day in July, it's the first of July that we celebrate as Canada Day because it's a national holiday, it's the day when the effective constitution of canada which is in july 1867 when when it was the first time it came into being so since then this this day has been celebrated as canada day uh, across the country so today like i said it's a national holiday and it's celebrated all over the country, across all the cities with different activities, different games, people participating in different events and, and displaying their culture, their traditions and people from all walks of life, from all ethnicities are participating in this. And it ends with brilliant fireworks and which are organized by all the cities across the country. Now in this particular episode, I do not have an interview. But I do have this excerpt from a book called Discover Canada. It's a study guide that is given to every person who applies for Canadian citizenship to prepare for a written test which is about Canada. Now, I found these small excerpts in this book which I think are very relevant to what the essence of Canada is. Since it's Canada Day, we are going to talk about who we are, what Canada stands for, what is our diversity, what's the background. I'm not going to give the entire book because the book itself is four or five hours long. These are small excerpts, like I said, and uh, I have just uh, tried to gather parts from here and there in that book to make this episode, and I hope you really like it. So, please listen to these excerpts of what Canada is, who we are, and enjoy. Happy birthday, Canada.
1: Who we are. Canada is known around the world as a strong and free country. Canadians are proud of their unique identity. We have inherited the oldest continuous constitutional tradition in the world. We are the only constitutional monarchy in North America. Our institutions uphold a commitment to peace, order, and good government, a key phrase in Canada's original constitutional document in 1867, the British North America Act. A belief in ordered liberty, enterprise, hard work, and fair play have enabled Canadians to build a prosperous society in a rugged environment from our Atlantic shores to the Pacific Ocean and to the Arctic Circle. So much so that poets and songwriters have hailed Canada as the great dominion. To understand what it means to be Canadian, it is important to know about our three founding peoples, Aboriginal, French, and British, 1940. In a speech to the Canadian Club of Halifax in 1937, he noted that immigrant groups should retain their individuality and each make its contribution to the national character. Each could learn from the other, and while they cherish their own special loyalties and traditions, they cherish not less that new loyalty and tradition which springs from their union. Canadian society today stems largely from the English-speaking and French-speaking Christian civilizations that were brought here from Europe by settlers. English and French define the reality of day-to-day life for most people and are the country's official languages. The federal government is required by law to provide services throughout Canada in English and French. Today, there are 18 million Anglophones, people who speak English as a first language, and seven million Francophones, people who speak French as their first language. While the majority of Francophones live in the province of Quebec, one million Francophones live in Ontario, New Brunswick, and Manitoba, with a smaller presence in other provinces. New Brunswick is the only officially bilingual province. The Acadians are the descendants of French colonists who began settling in what are now the Maritime Provinces in 1604. Between 1755 and 1763, during the war between Britain and France, more than two-thirds of the Acadians were deported from their homeland. Despite this ordeal, known as the Great Upheaval, the Acadians survived and maintained their unique identity— Today, Acadian culture is flourishing and is a lively part of French-speaking Canada. Quebecers are the people of Quebec, the vast majority French-speaking. Most are descendants of 8,500 French settlers from the 1600s and 1700s and maintain a unique identity, culture and language. The House of Commons recognized in 2006 that the Québécois form a nation within a united Canada. One million Anglo-Quebecers have a heritage of 250 years and form a vibrant part of the Quebec fabric. The basic way of life in English-speaking areas was established by hundreds of thousands of English, Welsh, Scottish and Irish settlers, soldiers and migrants from the 1600s to the 20th century. Generations of pioneers and builders of British origins, as well as other groups, invested and endured hardship in laying the foundations of our country. This helps explain why Anglophones, or English speakers, are generally referred to as English Canadians. Becoming Canadian. Some Canadians immigrate from places where they have experienced warfare or conflict, Such experiences do not justify bringing to Canada violent, extreme, or hateful prejudices. In becoming Canadian, newcomers are expected to embrace democratic principles, such as the rule of law. Diversity in Canada The majority of Canadians were born in this country, and this has been true since the 1800s. However, Canada is often referred to as a land of immigrants, because over the past 200 years, millions of newcomers have helped to build and defend our way of life. Many ethnic and religious groups live and work in peace as proud Canadians. The largest groups are the English, French, Scottish, Irish, German, Italian, Chinese, Aboriginal, Ukrainian, Dutch, South Asian, and Scandinavian. Since the 1970s, most immigrants have come from Asian countries. Non-official languages are widely spoken in Canadian homes. Chinese languages are the second most spoken at home after English in two of Canada's biggest cities. In Vancouver, 13% of the population speak Chinese languages at home. In Toronto, the number is 7%. The great majority of Canadians identify as Christians the largest religious affiliation is Catholic, followed by various Protestant churches. The numbers of Muslims, Jews, Hindus, Sikhs and members of other religions, as well as people who state no religion, are also growing. In Canada, the state has traditionally partnered with faith communities to promote social welfare, harmony and mutual respect, to provide schools and health care, to resettle refugees, and to uphold religious freedom, religious expression, and freedom of conscience. Canada's diversity includes gay and lesbian Canadians who enjoy the full protection of and equal treatment under the law, including access to civil marriage. Together, these diverse groups sharing a common Canadian identity make up today's multicultural society.
0: Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. Until next time, this is Beaver Tales. This is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own R.B.